All right, we got breaking news out of Afghanistan. Dinesh Siddiqui, an award-winning Reuters photojournalist working in Afghanistan covering the Taliban takeover of the country, has reportedly been killed and mutilated by Taliban fighters. We will have more on that story in uh, just a little bit. But good evening, America, and welcome to this Wednesday episode of Backyard Politics. I am your humble, never boastful, unsophisticated host, John Smith. We live, uh, I'm sorry, we live. (laughs) Uh, We are live from the Say What You Will radio studio every Monday and Wednesday evening, plus occasional live broadcasts throughout the week, if and when breaking news warrants us to do so. So if you're new, If you're watching live on YouTube, please subscribe and smash the like button. If you're watching live on Rumble, smash the Rumble button. Our audio podcasts can be heard on SayWhatYouWillRadio.com. There you will find our sponsors and our really cool merchandise. In fact, we just recently added some new shirts to the, uh, the group of shirts over there. All proceeds help support the channel. You can also support the channel directly via the Cash App, which is the dollar sign Backyard Politics. With me tonight is, of course, Tom Shirey and a very special guest, Tom's amazing wife and patriot, Quinn. Hi. We're so excited to have you tonight, Quinn. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Good. All right. Uh, before we get started, I do want to give a huge shout out to Dave the Trucker. Keep safe, my friend. Now, Quinn, uh, I wanted to have you on the show tonight to talk about your experience last night with the Kyrene School Board. Yeah, it was an interesting one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let's talk. Let's uh, tell the audience about kind of went, uh, what went down last night. Well, honestly, it, it was really nice to see a lot of other parents that kind of felt the same way that we did. And honestly, on both sides of the aisle, you know, that was really kind of refreshing to see. It was, you know, everybody kind of understood that it really should, or in, at least in our opinion, we're not asking for no masks. We're just asking for the option to make that decision for each other or for our own children, I should say. Right on. Um, and there, there were a couple parents that, that disagreed and were in favor of the mandate. Um, but for the most part, at least last night's meeting stayed, you know, pretty, pretty peaceful, nothing too eventful. There, there was one instance where a couple parents did end up getting up and, and kind of um, making some comments as, as they left because they, they were getting a little frustrated with the board and how they were timing the comments. Uh, um, can I uh, jump in just real quick here? Uh, Cause I want to point out, you know, the, the whole point of this show <laughs> that the title of the show is backyard politics. Right? It is. And you know, it's, you know, try to help people understand that, you know, in order to fix the big government, we have to fix our own governments here first. And my wife is a true example. She, she basically put her money where my mouth is uh, <laughs> when, when it comes to, you know, going to the right school on. board and right speaking her mind i am so proud of uh what she did what she said standing up for the community um i I couldn't be uh any more proud you know but uh you know please uh, tell us more about 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 the experience itself well let me ask you this yeah because you you mentioned it uh kind of uh you said some of the parents were for the mask mandates what would you say percentage wise just kind of spitball it out there not in all honesty i would say it was about 70 30 in favor of no mandate Okay, 70-30, fair enough. So, okay. um, or at least, and that's including the online comments as well. In the actual room, I'd say it was probably about mm, maybe 
45, 55, somewhere in there. Um, still, again, more in favor for for no mandates, which was kind of nice to see because a lot of us, I think, going into this, there's been all these private Facebook groups that have popped up just in the last couple of weeks, but right. they're just now starting to get some real traction and get a lot of members. And up until then, a lot of us kind of felt like we were all on our own. We felt like we were maybe the only ones that felt this way. Mm. And, you know, it, it's been very frustrating because the board has not surveyed the parents. They've just made this unilateral decision that that's what we're going to do and directly flying in the face of the law we know that's going into effect on September 29th. So right. for a lot of us, it feels kind of like a power grab or, you know, something that it's just not being given consideration for all of Kyrene's parents. It's only catering to basically that fear behind the what if. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I, I love how the, uh, these really liberal boards like to manipulate the numbers and things like that. I mean, we see what's going on over in the Scottsdale district. I think we're going to be talking about that a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I posted the video uh, that you're going to be showing here in a little bit of, of my wife's comments uh, on Facebook. And she just got, you know, she's, pretty much become a local celebrity over here. <laughs> you know, uh, it's, it's been awesome. The response has been awesome and everything else, you know, and, you know, we see comments from people in other school districts, like uh, somebody commented uh, on the Gilbert school district, you know, just a few miles down the road from the Kyrene school district. Uh, right. They said during their school board meeting that there was so much uh, parent outrage or, you know, uh, you know, parents coming forward about not having the mandate that they've dropped it. Mm -hmm. They're not even going to attempt to have a mask mandate. And so, I think uh, I think Chandler did the same thing, too. But they're accusing Chandler of taking the money. Right. Because our governor said, if you don't, you know, if you right. well put it this way, if you push the mask mandate, you're not going to get federal dollars. Right. And that's what they're going to start doing now. They're going to demonize those as sellouts who don't put the mask mandate into place. Yeah, exactly. Well, and the argument on the other side of it was the parents on the other side view that as basically bribing these schools to not have this mandate and or in other words, taking funding away from schools that desperately need it. And it's this kind so of they're bribing them to follow the law. Apparently, that's, that's the, <laughs> Is the, that their argument? That's the argument. Believe it or not. Yeah. Believe it or not. And it's kind of funny because I honestly, I was jotting down notes as I was, you know, trying to listen to other speakers and stuff like that. I had no idea it was going to turn into this, which has been really awesome. I, the feedback I've gotten has been really great. And so far, you know, nobody's, yeah. nobody too angry to come yeah. after me yet. Yeah. If you would explain to us a little bit of the hypocrisy you saw in the, uh, the time allotted for each speaker who was for and the comments that they read online and maybe a little bit about, uh, I understand that. Um, parents were given a specific time frame in which to get their online comments in. And well, lots... there was a lot of confusion on that. Okay. So when I first got there, um, I was told that, you know, there may not be an option to do an in-person comment because there was supposedly some sort of mm. deadline that the comments needed to be submitted online by 12 o'clock that day. And I didn't receive any kind of communication about that. And half the parents didn't half the parents said that they had had that communicated. And then when we actually got in there, no, we found out that there, there were comment cards. You could still do the in-person comments. And then they, the deadline for 12 o'clock was only for people that were planning to submit their comments online and didn't want to speak in person. So I do have to give the board credit last night. They did make a point of clarifying that they did, you know, 
recognize that many parents had brought up there was some confusion on that. They at least did address it and let us know for future that, you know, if, if you want to submit a comment online, that does not mean that you'll be reading that comment in person. It's just that you've put your place in and say, hey, I, I want to have this read. So gotcha. they basically take the number of in-person comments and the number of online, and then they base that off of if there's, I believe it's one to 15, you get three minutes, 15 to, to 25, there's two minutes and then 30 and above it's, it's a minute. So they were limiting or supposedly supposed to limit each comment to a minute. Mm. Several parents started getting frustrated because they, the online comments were definitely, and there were a couple in-person comments that were allowed to kind of run a little bit further. So a couple parents actually kind of took it upon themselves to start yelling out time and, and timing it <laughs> themselves, which of course kind of, ticked off the, the school board and they they abruptly let us yeah. know they were fully capable of timing it themselves and well um, sounds like you weren't <laughs> that's, that's exactly what some you of the know? other parents did which yeah. led to those two two dads uh walking out and and saying that they were kind of done with the whole situation they were tired of it john your comment section is blowing up i don't know if you can see that over there i know we got a little bit different setup uh going on today yeah i'm uh, <laughs> uh, yeah i just want to make sure that i'm i'm paying attention uh to quinn and uh, it's so I, what i need is a producer right <laughs> so <laughs> that's what i need i need a producer but yeah so apparently they weren't able to keep track right and Not now really, here's yeah. my question okay if 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 a comment is submitted online, how do we know that person is a real person? How do we know that that's not being submitted by well, supposedly, someone? I mean, they do have other identifiers, like they'll say the person's first and last name, if they're a community member, or a Kyrene parent, or both, or you know, um, like they'll say the school that their kids enrolled in, or, or what have you. But it can also be someone who just happens to be a community member. It doesn't have to be someone who actually has a child in the school. So that's kind of interesting in the situation that we're having with um, one of the board members, uh, can't think of her last name, Wanda, and her husband. Both their children, I, I guess, previously were in Kyrene, haven't been for years, are now college age, and yet they're still, you know, in mm. influencing and, and you know, have a great deal of control over what happens with, with the Kyrene schools. Well, that's actually one thing we, we um, you know, uh, push here is because, you know, just because you don't have a child in the school district, those children being raised in that school district are still going to affect your community. So we definitely tell people, um, you know, get out there. You don't have to be a, uh, you don't have to have children in that school. A lot of people don't realize that. A lot of people think they have to have children we, in school to have their yeah. voice heard at the school meetings. I agree. The only problem is that when you start trying to, I guess, mandate implementations that take place in the school for which you don't have any children that would be affected by it. That's right. where I start to have yeah. a problem. I'm not saying you can't have a voice and have an opinion that can be taken into consideration. Right. But yeah, I on, mean, on I a could subject see, like this, it really doesn't affect that. Well, I can exactly. see if you have, like if you don't have kids in the school, but maybe your daughter teaches in the school. Right. Right. Or you have a relative who teaches in the school or is a custodian or whatever. I mean, I can I can understand that. But if you have no skin in the game, we actually are, had several really eloquent grandparents speak up last night. We had I, I, I'm so sorry. I can't think of her name, but she spoke perfect. It was just amazing the way she worded it, just talking about how. And I believe she also had a um, uh, 
career in healthcare as well. So had a lot of good background to be able to share with everybody, mm. but she was just the way she said it very even tempered. And, and this is what she'd seen. And, and this is why she disagreed with it. And it was, it was really cool to see that it wasn't just the parents or, or immediate family that was getting involved. It was other yeah. people as well, but they all had skin in the game. They, they mm. had a reason. Yeah, I mean, to, if you're just there to be, you know, boisterous or whatever and get your name or get your face on TV or something like that, then just get lost. But. And it's kind of interesting because like with the Charlie Kirk thing, I love Charlie Kirk. I think he actually has a lot of opinions. I agree with a lot, mm -hmm. but that's one of those scenarios where, yes, I totally agree. He should be able to, to make his comments because he lives in that community. However, should that necessarily be something that that person gets to have a vote in what happens at that school if they don't have children that are affected by it? Yeah. They have no kids at all. Right. And you know, he was talking about, and that's why I didn't even bother to bring his video up because it, he said a lot of good things. But again, you know, he's this national political commentator figure with and for no. That, I'm really glad he actually did show because, you know, the more attention it can get better. Yeah, but I agree. But it's kind of hypocritical when you have zero kids, not, I mean, not even little kids. Like he has no kids. Right. And so he's like, you know, one day maybe my kids will go to this school district. Mm -hmm. Okay, but that's kind of a big what if. Well, and it's kind of the you same know. situation with Wanda on the other side. I have to kind of check myself and can't, you know, laud what he said and be like, yeah, great job. And then condemn her because she doesn't have kids in the district. <laughs> like, I, <can't, laughs> right. I have to, I have to and kind of stop what, myself as much as I might want to. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Thanks, but, I mean, mom, for teaching me to be introspective. <laughs> Kirk, you know, Charlie Kirk has a, already, he's got a rather large, you know, um, audience, if you will. He really he, does. He doesn't need to be out and he doesn't, doing this but the fact thing. that he still did it, that I do have to, to, because we're always saying we need, we should ask celebrities to use their celebrity for a good cause, right? right. Yeah. So what is better same than. Time, I'm like tired of like the Sean Penns. Yes. Don't <laughs> come, don't come watch my movie unless you've been vaccinated. But, That's very true. You know, it's, you know? it's so funny too because you know this is where I, you know, I like to point out the hypocrisy on both sides, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we we as conservatives, we sit there and see, you know, like the Sean Penns or the Madonnas or, uh, you know, who's the who's the boss chick, uh, Alyssa Milano. You know, we see them come out, or we see these basketball players <laughs> come out. Know. We see these basketball <laughs> players come out with their liberal views and, you know, trying to tell us how to run the world and all this. And we bash them and we make fun of them and say, you know, you know, stick to your sports, stick to acting. We don't care about your political views. But the second, the second that a celebrity comes out with a conservative view, which is, you know, well, few I and far between when they actually get the, uh, when they actually get the press for it, you know, they were like, yeah, yeah, you know, preach, 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 you know, well, so we, yeah. we got to kind of, you know, check our own hypocrisy on that one and still say, you know, dude, yeah, I, I appreciate it. I definitely see where you're coming from, but I don't care. You're right. You know? I mean, the only yeah. the, the, the only one who we could actually maybe take a look at, because let's face it, a lot of these actors in, in sports, uh, you know, they they didn't make it through college. Mm -hmm. You know, they have absolutely no education uh, right. whatsoever. But there is one celebrity out there who's very conservative. Uh, you see him all the time. And he has several, several degrees. And I, I don't know that a lot of people know that. And I'm trying to think of his name right now. And I can't. Are you talking about... Um Larry Fitzgerald. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I can see. Oh, okay. Um, this, this is going to tell you how dad mode I the, am. The, okay. I, he played. Uh, he played Hades in Hercules Disney's movie. 
I have no idea. Come on, somebody oh, out there knows. Oh, oh, Gary uh, Sinise. No, no, um, no. Writing in Car- Cars of Boys. Uh, he played the dad. Um, <laughs> Come on, guys, help me out. Not Gary Sinise, uh, but no. yes, Gary Sinise is another. He's a very great conservative. Uh, yeah, he he loves our veterans. Does so much work for our veterans. No, it's not Tom um, Arnold either. It's um. No, he was married to Roseanne. Yeah. Tom Arnold. Hold on, stand by. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, while we're thinking about this, I do want to play. Uh, I, I want to play the clip. I want to play your speech, Quinn, so oh, okay. that everybody can see it. And uh, and uh, so here we go. Next. You have it on your phone, right, babe? Right. What if we just put right. it on your phone and stuck it in front of the camera? <laughs> so did anybody hear it? Or I'm hearing say, some are saying they didn't hear it. Some are saying they did hear it. So see, we were running into this today uh, when I posted it online. You know, a lot of we had a lot of great comments, uh, you know, people giving her a lot of praise for what she said and, you know, kind of backing up with her. Uh, but also some people were saying, no, all they were getting was a bunch of squeaks and yeah, like, and, and popping and just kind of overall so i don't know jumble. if it's a device <laughs> issue or i don't know that's weird christina said sound was good and then other people yeah we heard doreen said she heard it i have no idea and then some people were saying they were trying to read the lips and saw a lot of f-bombs no john it wasn't me at the school board meeting that was... <laughs> all right survival they're, they're said... mommy words they're mommy words <laughs> good audio on survival's end so um i don't know so maybe i don't know maybe it was an app thing i don't know that's weird i don't, I don't know why some people would hear it and some people wouldn't but uh, i don't know well john i know you posted on the uh backyard politics page so if you weren't able to hear it there maybe go over to facebook on backyard politics and uh maybe try watching it from there it's uh yeah it could be a rumble issue i don't know i don't know I find it really interesting. <laughs> Even post earlier is like, do you believe me now about the videos getting taken down? <laughs> I'm like, I never didn't believe you. It just hadn't happened to me yet. Wow. So that was really good. That was, uh, <clears throat> and I'm sure being your first time, you had to be a little nervous. Were you a little nervous? Um, Kind of mainly just because, and Tom can attest to this. I'm kind of like a chihuahua mm. when like, you know, I get really excited and, and, you know, I'll get really, <laughs> really fired up about something. And, and when she's angry, she's like a chihuahua, too. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Um, Do you like bite his ankles? I will chew your kneecap off. <laughs> no, um, but it, I was mainly worried I was going to get 
too fired up and what I didn't want to do and what I thought a lot of the parents did a really great job with last night was everybody keeping a really, you know, calm, tempered demeanor about how they were doing it. It wasn't a a gotcha moment. It wasn't a, a, you know, you're stupid and here's why. It was a, it's okay that we disagree. You know, we, we need to have that freedom to disagree with each other. Yeah. And, you know, and, and a lot of people did focus on the, the medical aspects of it. The fact that, you know, it's not just affected kids as far as COVID, but the masks themselves have affected kids, especially kids with special needs and that kind of thing. Yeah. These kids that, that are on IEPs and our individual education programs, if, if anybody's curious, um, they've been forgotten, completely forgotten. I've even had grown adult friends who have anxiety disorders and have lost their jobs over not being able to wear the mask and not given any other alternative. And it's heartbreaking because it's like, where's the ADA? Where are the people that are supposed to, where's the ACLU that's supposed to be freaking out over this stuff? And it's just, it's mind boggling that, I mean, it's as a cliche, so un-American. But as you can see, I'm trying to kind of keep myself tempered here. But this is what I was worried about in front of the board. I was worried that I was going to, as Tom likes to say, sometimes I get mad. And and what? How do you say it, honey? You don't you don't like it when I lecture you? No. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to to lecture the board. The whole right. idea was hopefully to to be like, look, we're we're both parents. Like, let's let's come to a, a meeting. And some parents even had some great solutions on that like okay have if you have specific number of parents that want to have masks then set up a specific number of classrooms with those teachers who want to have those things and then leave everybody else alone you know like let's if and that's why i I just don't understand that we've talked about this on the show so many times i just don't understand if you're a parent and you want your kid masked and you're a teacher and you want to wear a mask why? Wear one. Right. Wear one. If if you get the vaccine, go wear the mask. But your body, your if, choice. If your masks, <laughs> if your masks and your vaccines work, what should it matter if I have either one? That's what right? I'm saying. That exactly. So why can't people just mind their own damn business? Right. Well, and you know, right? we're at far more risk of the flu every single year. We've mm. never considered masking up for that ever. ever. Right. And it's never been a political move whether you get the flu shot or not. Right. So I don't understand the mindset other than the fact that there's been so much Fauci flip-flopping from the very beginning. I'm sorry. If I ever meet that little man, I will drop kick that little <laughs> toad as far as I can throw him. But uh, um, it's a family show, kids. Right. Anyway. <laughs> That's exactly right. You know, it, there's been so much flip-flopping that I honestly, I can understand why some of these people are as scared as they were. There was one dad last night that was on the other side of the debate, spoke very, very passionately about his own experience. He had lost two family members to COVID. And trust me, we, I don't think there's a single Did they die out there. from COVID or did that's, they die that's with what he COVID? Said. You that's, know? He, that, he, that's what's not being proven or what, what's really, right. what we're really getting. Yeah. And I don't mean to come across heartless because I know there are people out I, there. I know what you mean. Right. It, it's common. But sense. how many people have lost uh, grade school age kids from COVID? The, right. To date, there has been just over 300 juvenile deaths since the start of COVID. Right. And that's actually, let me rephrase. Last time I checked was about three days ago. So, um, and I'm not saying that it, it 
kids can't catch it by any means. I actually have a really good friend of mine who her granddaughter just went through it and she did get extremely ill. But another contributing factor, she didn't have any comorbidities, but she's what I would call a COVID baby. In other words, she has not had any exposure to the outside world, only in a slight minuscule droplets here and there. Her immune system hasn't been exposed. That was a great point you made during your speech at the school board. And it kind of got cut off by the school school board at the end because you you can tell that guy wanted you done. He's like, all right, I was making mom eye contact with all of them, especially (laughs) the, you take your mask off. Do you want to take your mask off? (laughs) But you very specifically stated that, that, and it's not being uh, said enough that our children need to be exposed to these germs and these, these yeah. elements in nature to build a healthy immune system. Absolutely. Exactly. You know, Otherwise, our kids are going to have a war in the, of the world in 10 years. They will be, right. uh, they'll come across a common cold and their body will not know what to do with it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the, the body has to, that, that's, that's how you build your immune system. You know, that's how you keep from getting sick. Right. sicker every time you get sick is right. your body fights off these viruses they build up the antibodies for it and your body can naturally take care of it now unfortunately you know some people have passed away from this and it is sad every time it does but we're also not getting the true answers on who has actually died from covid19 was it just the covid19 was it these comorbidities would right. they have probably passed away in in the near future you know, from a comorbidity, um, you know, we just don't get these answers. Everything has been grouped into the COVID-19. I mean, every other death rate in America has dropped the Uh deaths from flu, the death from heart disease, the death from heart attacks, everything dropped in 2020. Now, if you actually look at the numbers for like the entire death rate in the United States, I think I brought this up a couple uh, shows ago before we started having to watch ourselves because of YouTube. (laughs) But, you know, if you look at the actual death rate from 2019 to 2020, there was little to no change. It, the death rate, the overall death rate in America did not go up by this 500,000 number we'll see, but the that le- they're claiming. That's what I was going to say. They're talking. Well, they're talking on the left and you can go to Twitter. You can go wherever you get your leftist news, but they're talking. It's all over Twitter that there were 600,000 more deaths in 2020 than there were in 2019. There was not. I just didn't see that. Hold on. We got I a caller calling in. Oh, call her early. All right, go ahead. You're on Backyard Politics. Hi, my name is Lonnie. I'm first-time caller. Hi, Lonnie. How are you doing, buddy? Glad to I'm have great, you. great, thanks. How are you? I'm doing well. What's your question? What's your What's your uh, comment? My comment is the SARS-CoV-2 virus has never been isolated. So how can a PCR test detect SARS-CoV-2, which they call COVID-19. And if COVID-19 doesn't exist, how can there be any variants? I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, we can actually uh, put that one over on our expert over here. She's actually oh, I don't a, know about expert. But <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, she's actually a phlebotomist. Uh, you know, she, she runs a lab here in, uh, in the Phoenix area. Uh, she's been working through the entire pandemic um, during this. So... Um, well, from, from the data I've seen, um, I, I have to disagree with you as far as the, the, it hasn't been isolated. 
Um, they, they have been able to isolate and, and determine it. However, what I have not seen, and I've actually been asking quite a few questions on is how exactly they're identifying these variants. Um, because I, I keep being told that it's being done. Um, I have not really seen exactly, usually we'll get anytime there's an update or anything like that on, on new testing or anything, we'll get an update from, so that way if patients have questions, we can let them know, especially when it's something that's kind of the topic of the day. Um, yeah, I think so. Right. Right. I I have not, um, like for example, when, when COVID first came out and we were tra still trying to figure out the tests and, and checking for antibodies, there, there were three separate types of an antibodies. So there's IgA, IgM, and IgG. So IgA and IgM develop it when you're first initially exposed and when you start to develop symptoms. That's when you're basically, there's a fight breaking out in the back of the bar. Security's been notified. They haven't quite made it there yet, but security's been notified and there's kind of a ruffle in the back, all right? So when your IgG starts to develop, that's basically your 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 bouncer that showed up, put your picture in the corner and said, nope, you're not allowed here anymore. OK, so, yes, they have been able to to determine that and be able to, to tell based on the the crown um, uh, proteins that are on the outside of the actual um, cell itself. However, again, with the variants, that's where I've got a lot of questions and some red flags because yeah. they keep magically popping up every time something else goes in, in this administration. It's like, it's, it's like a watch the birdie. No, no, no crying, baby. Don't watch the birdie. Look, Delta's here. Delta, Delta, they're don't actually, look at Afghanistan. Delta. Okay. They are actually no, already no. warning about a new variant because of the vaccine and they're already calling it COVID-22. Yeah, exactly. Go yeah, ahead. That's when, Go ahead, Lonnie. Can, can I make a comment to that? Um, about the nice lady who I, I'm sorry, I forgot your names and everything, but that's about, all right. Hey, you works that, just fine. <laughs> okay. Thank you. So I, I'm not doubting you. I've, I've heard so many times from a lot of different sources that the COVID-19, the SARS-CoV-2 virus has never been isolated. Now I do know that the health department in Alberta, Canada, lost a court case because they could not prove that that virus existed. Interesting. So I, I, hadn't I don't know if you heard about that. No, I hadn't. That's actually really oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can check it out. It happened in Red Deer, Alberta, Canada. Okay. Uh, when they had, they had their mandates and there was a group of people out protesting the mandate. Whenever this happened, it was a few months ago. Mm -hmm. The mandate was, well, you can't be in groups larger than 10 people to yeah, do your protest. Okay, and that's because COVID's so smart; it knows if you're in groups of more than ten people <laughs> exactly. or not. Right? Um, so, I mean, I mean, these rules are just so illogical, and and um, I won't, I'll leave it at that. But but the bottom line is that the person that he got fined that organized that um, that group of gathering for protesting, and so he took it to court, and he said, "You need to prove to me that SARS-CoV-2 -CoV exists," mm -hmm. and the Alberta Health Department could not prove it. They lost the case in That's court. That's interesting. Wow. I'll have to look that up. Now, the one yeah, thing please, I please do. Absolutely. And thank for thanks for sharing that. The one thing I do want to say and one thing that's kind of been a pet peeve for me the la especially the last couple months is I've seen a lot of what I would consider demagoguery from us in the healthcare field that sit there and say, well, I was on the front lines and, you know, this is, you know, this is gospel and this is what I've seen and this is what you should believe. 
my experience and what I've seen is from my lab in my location, it is completely anecdotal evidence. Okay. So definitely take it with a grain of salt. All I can tell you is, is from what I've seen in the data, I've had an opportunity to take a look at. And of course the numerous rabbit holes I've been down, I was able to, mm -hmm. to find data that they had isolated it, but I'm definitely going to have to look more into to that court case because that's really interesting. Let's talk real quick about the, the science here or, you know, the, 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 the status quo on this. So I want you to name another disease or something. If you go to the doctor, Mm -hmm. Right. But let's say you get, uh, I try not to, by the way, right. <laughs> but let's say you get diagnosed with cancer. You yeah. And your doctor, you don't agree with the treatment your doctor has. So you have the right to go get a second opinion from another doctor. You can go to as many doctors as you want to get different opinions and then make up your own mind on the treatment. Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But with the COVID-19, it is a fact that not all doctors agree with the treatments, the masks, the shots. Yeah. It's none wide of them open. Agree. It's wide open. But we are in a time now where you're not going to get the second doctor's opinion because it is completely being stopped. You are not allowed to hear another opinion. No, you're exactly right. Stopped. As soon as, uh, when, uh, when I was diagnosed with it. Okay. And, uh, it was, it was just, it was a circus, right? Because when the, when the doctor came in to tell me that I had COVID, she came in in this like hazmat suit and uh, <laughs> with goggles on. And, you know, it was just ridiculous, you know? And it was like, oh, you know, like they're walking in. Yeah, I, you've got it, blah, 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 blah. As soon as I was diagnosed with it, I start my phone started getting blown up. I started getting text messages. I started getting phone calls. And it was the health department. And they wanted to know where I was. Uh, where I've been for the past the, the two whole weeks. Contact tracing thing, yeah, right? the whole contact tracing thing. And uh, it's like, wait a minute, aren't people testing positive mm. and then four days later being tested negative? I mean, it was right. happening in the NFL at the time. Mm -hmm. It was happening in Major League Baseball at the time. It's happening everywhere. The Tesla guy, he did it on purpose. He went to get the, the, the test twice in the same day. Uh, Elon Musk mm -hmm. went to get, go get the test twice in the same day. He got one negative, one positive. Well, yeah, it was just like the uh, the governor down in Texas, right? Mm -hmm. He tested positive, and then four days later tested negative. Right. Come on, what's supposed it? to have a four, at least a fourteen day cycle, right? That's, yeah. Isn't that what the science says? At least fourteen days. Yeah, ten to fourteen but, days. But meanwhile, they want to track. They want me to tell them every, every you know everyone I've talked to, everywhere I've been, mm -hmm. and I just said, listen, that's none of your business. Right. Just. You know, yeah, and leave me alone and leave me alone type of know, thing. Even the, uh, you know, just the, the, the treatments alone, look at how they attacked hydroxychloroquine. Yes. Just because President Trump yeah. came, just he said the word hydroxychloroquine. He didn't say this, this is the cure. This will cure you. He just said this is something that they are looking at. And that and other one that starts up, with the I, what's the in ivermectin. ivermectin? Ivermectin. Yeah, that's but, the that's the one that supposedly cured India. Right. right, because India had this massive zinc and ZPAC. Right, yeah, but you know the the, I mean, it went so far as governors banning the use <laughs> of it completely. Wasn't that cute? You know, so the doctors, you and your doctor, can't have that conversation anymore about the right treatment. Get the information about it, and you, as the individual American, allowed to make the choice for yourself. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Let Nobody wants you, to talk about India, no. though. Well, and let India me ask is you off the. Can I, uh, 
Yeah, Can go. I add something else to this? Go ahead, Lonnie. I, I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm on mute or not. <laughs> no, you're um, still here, but I'm sorry. No, I didn't mean to uh, rant like that. <laughs> oh, no, no, no worries. And I, and I apologize for interrupting. Um, but so my question is, where is the emergency? Yes. When you look at the total worldwide and in all countries, the death count, there's no emergency. The United States had less deaths in 2020 than there were in 2019. Overall deaths. Yeah. See, we were just talking about yeah, that. Yeah, but see, that's what that's but there's there's uh contradicting information about that, Lonnie, because if you go to Twitter, they'll talk and you'll see posts from Twitter and you'll see graphs and all this other stuff about the six hundred thousand additional deaths more so than what happened in twenty nineteen. And so I don't know I don't know who to believe. I don't know where to where this information comes from. And you can go straight to the CDC website well, and I, see yeah, the death the, counts. The source the source, the truth, in other words, is the important part. I, I pulled information off of, and I, I can't vouch for this site, but it was just in doing a lot of digging, I found on macrotrends.net, they've been tracking worldwide death counts and the trending since 1950. They track all of it. That's where I pulled my data. And worldwide, for the year 2020, there were only like approximately 50 or 60,000 more deaths than the previous year in 2019 worldwide. Interesting. So, and that, that was right in with the mm. trend that, that's been there for the last 20 years. So again, where's the emergency? Where are all these deaths that are talking about? You know what did change in 2020 was flu and pneumonia went away. Yeah, exactly. Well, and right. the interesting thing is a so lot they of used hospitals- a, They used a fraudulent 97% false positive PCR test to rename flu and pneumonia to COVID-19. That's what they did. Well, and the interesting thing with those PCR tests, it's polymerase chain reaction. So in other words, polymerase chain reaction. Exactly. And if you, if you're a nerd like me and you watch forensic files, you've heard about it a lot (laughs) because that's when, you know, forensics finds an itty bitty speck of something that's too small for them to test and they need to magnify it and make it larger so that it's actually able for them to test it. Now I'm not saying that all PCR tests are, are not valid. However, Many of them, depending on the sensitivity level. And if you run it enough times, you can find just about anything. So there's the big problem with that. But at the same time, where the the flu and all this other stuff, it it just it doesn't make sense. And especially at the very beginning, we already know that the death totals were totally being skewed because anybody with a diagnosis of COVID was being labeled as a COVID death. Yeah, because there they was, got extra money the, for it. There was that gentleman, the, I think it was C, in Missouri. The CDC, the CDC admitted that, that they were counting any mm-hmm. deaths with COVID as a COVID death. Right. There was a, a motorcyclist so that was diagnosed. If you're, if you're asymptomatic and you tested positive, falsely positive with a PCR test and you got hit by a car, that's a COVID yes. death. Yep, that's just what Quinn was saying. A motorcyclist actually had tragically been in a car accident, uh, I believe, six weeks after his diagnosis, and he was labeled as a COVID death. And the only reason we found out about it was obviously his family threw a hissy fit and said, absolutely not. Right. Now, we can talk about more statistics, too. Uh, What's the recovery rate of this so-called COVID-19? 98.7, I I believe, to 90... Uh, I think it was ninety-eight point nine percent. I mean, it's right. a razor Dep- sharp. Depending minimum. on the age, depending on the age range, right. it's, it's we're just saying it's it's at least ninety-eight percent, depending on the age range. So again, where's the emergency? 
Yeah, exactly right. And here's a question I have for you, uh, Lonnie, and uh, everybody in the panel. Uh, they're talking about the fact that you know Joe Biden came out and a lot of people came out and said that people that have been fully vaccinated are not ending up in the hospital. We know that's not true. Right. That's no, absolutely not. not true. Okay, we know that's not true because we know for a fact that people that are fully vaccinated, that's why they're pushing a booster shot now. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, they, they wouldn't be. Yeah. So they're Did pushing you see his Wait a second. <laughs> let me let me get to my point here. All right. So we know that fully vaccinated people, just like the Democrats down in Texas who decided to jump on that private jet and fly out to Washington, D.C., right. all vaccinated, six of them, <laughs> six of them ended up out of 50. Right. right. So it was over 10 percent of the mm. people that were fully vaccinated ended up with it. At least they say they did. Right. right? So we they yeah. say they did. But here's yeah. the thing. So if you're fully vaccinated and they're saying that people, it's such a small percentage of fully vaccinated people that are getting COVID. My question is one, how do you know out of all the fully vaccinated people, how do we know how many of them have been uh, around COVID? Right. Right. So we don't know that. Right. We have no idea how many people that have been, because a lot of these people, are paranoid and they're still staying home. Right. So we don't know if they were we don't know if they were exposed to it or not. So to say that the vaccine works, and, and I we think, don't I, I know. Think proof of them staying home is the is the employee shortage in the market right now. Exactly. Everybody that driving home from work today, I see this this chick, you know, I'm just hungry sign in her hand. She's got to be, you know, early to mid thirties and there's a Burger King right behind her with a now hiring, come in for an interview right now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> all you got to do is take the 202 South, which you guys do. And they, all these massive buildings, these right. big concrete buildings they're putting up and every single one of them has a massive banner outside that says now hiring right. every one of them. So it's not even just the fast food jobs that right. need people. Mm -hmm. It's the economy in general. It's truck drivers. It's it's people that are in construction. It's everything. Yeah. And now going back to you know the the, the science changing and the the mandates changing. And did you see when uh, Joe Biden was leaving the White House and a reporter uh, or he was leaving a br uh, press briefing mm -hmm. and a reporter you know kind of calls out to him you know hey Joe you know what happened to if you get the vaccine you don't need a mask mm -hmm. and he Joe Biden turns around and very very specifically says I never said that. I never said that. Go back and look. I never said that. He's very adamant about this. Mm -hmm. And then there's multiple clips of him saying it twice and reiterating it. Oh, if you get the shot, you do not need to wear a mask. Let me say again. Well, if that, you get the shot, you do not need to wear Until Fauci mask. came out and changed his mind right. on that. And then uh, two days ago, he actually came out and said that children should literally be masking the second they walk out their door, including mm -hmm. outside. Yeah, which yeah. the Apparently governor... Apparently hasn't been here before. No, the, the governor of uh, Oregon has, has just in, instilled that, that law or that mandate now. So if you're outside, anybody that's outside of their home now has to wear a mask right i did get to catch a show on monday but i know you did uh you did a segment on uh the kids in oregon getting ankle bracelets yeah if... that's actually up in uh that's up in uh washington washington that's okay. happening in my backyard washington state oh, yeah you're can you explain that a little bit more what are they getting there if they don't have the vaccine they're being forced with these ankle monitors correct this is how bad, this is how tyrannical this is becoming. This is insane. I need everybody to look over to Australia and see what's going on over there. That is about to come here, guys. And, man, I 
used yeah. to think it was Correct. impressive when I used to have to wear my school ID around my neck when I was a kid. Right. It was uh, <laughs> it was Eatonville High School up in Washington. Eatonville, that's correct. Yeah, it was a 15-year-old yep. girl was allegedly forced to wear an ankle tracking monitor for volleyball practice at Eatonville High School in Washington. And it turned out that that guy was going rogue with these things. This, The mother called the school. The school knew nothing about them. So this was some rogue idiot volleyball coach who, really? who has watched way too much CNN and is completely paranoid. And he's putting these, these monitor uh, bracelets on the, the volleyball team. Unbelievable. Wow. And, that, and that guy still has a job. He does. He better not for very long. Yeah. That that's gotta be it. So he's gotta go. Yeah. If, if you're uh, you know, if you heard the first part of this show, buddy, you know, get up to those uh, school board meetings. So this is unsat. See, this is one of those things that does affect the community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it, once you start taking freedoms there, it, it just spirals out of, out of control. All right. Hey, uh, Lonnie, do you have any last uh, uh, questions or points? No, um, I I just want to say this. First time calling in, I enjoyed it. Thank you very much. You guys are awesome, and I'll I'll be checking back hey. in with you. Thanks, thanks for calling for the in, info, Lonnie. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, it. Lonnie. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel, my friend. Already done. All right, brother. All right, thank you so much. Okay, bye bye. Bye bye. All right, thanks for calling in, Lonnie. So I want to talk about the hypocrisy, right? And uh, so let me bring up a couple things here. Uh, but down in well, the uh, the superintendent of all the schools here in Arizona, her name is Kathy. Oh, uh, uh, Kathy, <laughs> blah, 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 right blah. Uh, can't remember off the top of my head. Anyway, uh, she's been pushing for a mask mandate statewide mm-hmm. in all the schools. She's a very left wing liberal, right. very, uh, very boisterous about this. She's also thing. the one pushing critical race theory in Arizona, too. Oh, one of the main proponents for it. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. So. Uh, so she had uh, some sort of party or she was invited to a party over the weekend. And this is actually a picture of the whole crew. Okay. And notice in this picture, there's young kids mm-hmm. and there's uh, a, a bunch of people and they're all, they're all slammed in together. Right. And uh, if I show you the close up, there she is right smack dab in the middle of everybody. Right. No mask. More than 10 people. Do, do we need to count them? Is it Hoffman? Know? Kathy Hoffman? I believe so. Yeah. So Kathy Hoffman. Oh, yeah, yeah. The one above Kathy Hoffman too. Oh yeah. The, duh, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Kathy Hoffman. So she smacked up. That's her right in the middle of all these people, young and old, no masks. All together. All together. No one's social distancing. Nobody's wearing masks. Right. And you know what her Did she contact trace them, find out where every one of those individuals has been, who they've been in contact with? Well, do you know what the do you know what the uh the thing on Twitter now is the defense? She hasn't come out and said it yet, I don't believe, but there's people that are defending her saying that everybody in the room was fully vaccinated. So But they can still get and pass COVID. Absolutely. It's been and scientifically the proven. CDC said so. <laughs> and the variant. Isn't Fauci, isn't he telling us that we still need to mask up? Right. Still? So why is I it think okay? It's up to 15 altogether. Uh, 15 though. masks? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> isn't it right? Why is it okay? I'm just going to keep walking around with my gas mask on everywhere I go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. Why is it okay for these people to live uh, their, their private life? Oh. 
but it's, in, it's because just, they're in control. It's rules exactly. for the rules for you, rules for thee, not for me, right? It, exactly right. We've seen that with basically everybody. Right. Oh, it's just so damn frustrating. It just it just chaps me beyond belief. You know, I mean, you still had Pelosi in California going to the hairdressers when everything was supposed to be locked they down. Set no, her not, up. But that was a setup. They right? set her up. Once <laughs> she had her hair blow out. Right. Somebody <laughs> put something in her coffee that made her call the salon and set an appointment. Right. That's right. It's, she got roofied right uh let's see uh, <laughs> this is the ago. highest member in the house of representatives that's right right but she's that easily set up oh, oh and by and, the way and by I the way Kavanaugh was involved no right. just, just, <laughs> just so you know okay this goes back to our show monday night uh i don't know if you watched it or not but we no longer refer to women on the democratic side by their name we only because we want to be politically correct and woke we refer to them as the wife of and whoever they're married to, the wife of. Okay. okay, so so we don't refer to all those poor husbands. Yeah. So sorry, guys. <laughs> Should have read that fine print at the bottom of your marriage so, certificate. So, <laughs> this is the wife of Tom. That's exactly right. That's exactly well, but she's a conservative, so we can right, call so. her by her name. But uh, successful okay. businessman well, Paul I like Pelosi's this wife. Standard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, according to uh, Hillary Clinton, she only voted for Trump because I forced her to. Right. No, she she didn't have her own mind. I forced. I didn't. For Trump. But what I really want to know is, did I have my Kamala cackle down? Oh, that was that good. That was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so this is why. Uh, just so you understand, uh, going back a little bit, this is why we only refer to the the women now as the wife of okay. or the daughter of. We don't go by the names anymore. So watch this video. Hi, the black my, people. My kids, my kids were the ones who uh, Antifa threw bombs and pepper gas at on August 7th. The black conservative Tom, preacher's Tom wife. Right. Oh, yeah. so because I'm his wife. You see that? What? The black conservative's <laughs> preacher wife. So she doesn't mean anything anymore. So we right. don't call her by her name. She's right. just the black conservative preacher's wife. Right. And that woman that called her that was a very white. Now, are we sure that was woke, a woman? Well, that, we're assuming. We're assuming. I mean, I don't think you should pronoun that birthing person. Well, well what, what, what color was her bracelet that day? Remember that episode? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I now, do remember was, that. Color, was it a double colored bracelet? Yeah, depending on the color of bracelet is now they, identifies their gender for that day or that, that time particular period. moment for yeah, that, that particular moment that's right that moment in time so it's fucking insane john <laughs> I, totally so the speaker of the house is now paul pelosi's wife just okay. so you know paul pelosi's, paul wife. pelosi's wife okay mm. uh the vice president is willie brown's side piece okay i've got it all <laughs> i've got us all down okay um uh, aoc she would be sergio ocasio's daughter Okay, and we think maybe half human, half beaver. We're not sure. Maybe horse. I don't know. Uh, and Scarecrow. then Elon Omar is now the sister wife of Ahmad Nor <laughs> Saeed Elmi because that was her brother and husband. That's right. Okay, That's just right. so we're getting all this. And then uh, Hillary would be Monica Lewinsky's boyfriend's wife. So just so you know. <laughs> can, I, can I get that list, John? <laughs> Oh, and I forgot about uh, the uh, press secretary. That's real estate developer, Demetrios R. Pasaki's daughter. Gotcha. Okay. Right. So she's not married yet. So just, now she's just somebody's daughter. Well, I don't know <laughs> if she's married or not, but who would? I'm just saying. Could you imagine? 
Could you imagine hearing that voice in your, oh my gosh. He's the guy in the room with the shirt that says, I'm not with her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. Could know. you imagine those nights Wait, in the bedroom? How many times did she actually circle back? <laughs> wow, that took a turn. I'm, but before I get on that silver platter, you just served me up with. I think she is married because I do vaguely remember them trying to make comparisons to her and Kaylee Kickass McEnany. <laughs> we got a call coming in. All right, go ahead. Uh, you're on backyard politics. Well, hey guys. How's it going? It's uh, Mike Simon's wife. Oh, it's <laughs> Mike Simon's wife. How you doing, Mike Simon? Mike Simon's wife. Uh, Mike Simon's wife, a.k.a. Doe. <laughs> hey, how you doing, Doe? Hey, just hanging in there. Uh, you know, it's funny, it's funny uh, seeing the comments and everything else like that. When when it comes down to it, I'm actually borrowing his phone. I, I, I got his permission to borrow his phone since I'm watching you guys live. And, uh, you know, I got to tell you, it's, it's, it's funny watching how they, they go from one narrative to the other to say that some people are just so stupid, you know, women, you know, that we're so dumb that we need to do that. Right, Quinn? Mm -hmm. And, you know, and it's like, oh, I have to listen to my husband. It's like, come on. Like, we don't have a brain in our head, but yet you look <laughs> at these women in Afghanistan and they don't they don't even speak up for them. Mm -hmm. right. like, come on, guys. You know? But they're just going back to the life that they wanted to begin with. Isn't oh that what God, they're trying to say? These girls oh that have God. never grown up under the Taliban, that are now 20 years old and have kind of always enjoyed that extra marine protection. I married mine. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, there he is. Yeah. You know, but yeah. But then again, I like this brand of toxic masculinity. <laughs> so. hey, there you go. Mine can actually build something and change its tire. Exactly. And, and do all kinds of stuff. Mm, it's a rare breed these days. <laughs> well, I mean, it takes me some right. ragging, but I mean, he still does it. <laughs> so wait a minute. So are you trying to tell me that your husband doesn't wear skinny jeans? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> no, he did. He did back in the day. My husband did. I don't know about Tommy, but, no. but, but if, they were, if they're Wranglers, you don't want to see this okay. ass in skinny jeans, John. <laughs> if, they're, if they're Wranglers, that's okay. Uh, I just think so mm -hmm. many of these poor boys, they, they took that phrase, try to get into her pants way too literally. Uh, <laughs> and like literally it. just started go getting hers pants. Right. And they were like, look, I did it. Oh I'm it. in. Have you ever seen the kid, how, how the kids up back in the 90s, the, the pants that they wore when it came to like, you know, what? Doe, we're not supposed to bring that up. Those are horrible I memories. I know. <laughs> I know. That's a time that we should never speak of ever again. All right. Very I got it. I got to explain this to Risen Ability. He was asking me, he said, John, would you say those headphones are Robin A. Blue or Periwinkle? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just so you understand, uh, we were not fully prepared to have a third person in the, uh, you know, in the studio here. So I stole my daughter's beats. <laughs> <laughs> so, nice. Yeah. Yeah, you're, so you're trendy. <laughs> and I didn't yeah, I did you know, I wanted uh yeah, I wanted those two to look, you know. Now, I just have you know. to have to throw something in there because I I saw a video the other day that had me dying and your comment and and the comment up there about the, you know, changing attire is so patriarchal. So I I saw a video recently where a a young man even younger than I am who was quite 
flamboyant, ah. was standing on the top of his vehicle with a flat tire, screaming at the top of his lungs that he was flamboyant <laughs> and didn't know how to change a tire. <laughs> now, the funny thing was that the second half of the video made me almost spit out my coffee as here comes this very masculine lady coming into her car looking like G.I. Jane going, it's okay. The, the leses are coming. It's all right. We got you. And the, the, the paradigm switch there has been kind of interesting. Like right. we're coming for you. And it's, it's so sad because you can see that switch happening and it's being celebrated by the left. Yeah. And what, what is really, it, that is not the collective mindset, the popular collective mindset of the United States. I, I really, truly believe it's not. I work out in California all the time where this is supposed to I'm be. I'm sorry the, to hear that. The liberal mindset <laughs> is just supposed to be rampant. Every California is supposed to be a liberal mind, right? We met uh, very few when we were out there. Right. We? You know, we talked about our San Diego trip. You know, everybody we talked to was a conservative. Everybody I work with, of course, you know, again, there's that word work with you know these are people who are actually working in the construction industry right right you know right. these are very proud individuals they're very conservative individuals but it's the it's the minority that is screaming and getting all the media attention and the mm -hmm. media backing them so it i truly believe the media makes it look way worse than it is now don't get me wrong it's bad it, it needs to stop now this this whole transition from uh you know, I, I hate quoting this guy, but to, to, to girly men, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's got to stop. We, we've got to stop that transition. The difference is that yeah. nobody cares what you do in your bedroom. I don't care. Right. You oh. know, I have family members that, that you know, I, I guess are on both sides of that fence. We'll, we'll yeah. put it that way. And I love them to death. And none of that ever changed. I know some people that, that, you know, they have different views on it or whatever. I think most people these days are pretty much totally okay with it. The difference is, is that yeah. like, for example, on the healthcare side, it's sometimes very frustrating. And I feel like I'm just waiting for a pranked video because I'll <laughs> have patients. The story she comes home with, oh my God, they're gorgeous. They're, they're gorgeous. <laughs> I will, I, I will have a patient check in and typically they're under the age of 25. Mm -hmm. Um, and one, there are a lot of the time, as flamboyant as their their outlook would suggest as far as their dramatics when they come into the lab. Um, but I've had people that will sign in with one name. Mm -hmm. When we pull up their their information, their chart will have been legally changed to a different name. And then so now you're kind of stuck with this. Okay. Uh, so which, which name do you want me to use? And I, I it depends not, on my bracelet that day. Right? I have actually had a patient that has signed in two separate occasions uh. with two separate names. And I got yelled at both times because the first time I used the name that they signed in with, I got yelled at. I literally had a, a technicolor woman storm up to me and go, well, they identify by this. I'm like, Oh, Okay, uh, you remember I have the sharp objects, right? Um, anyway, oh but then the following time he came, they came back um, a couple weeks later, signed in with a different name. So this time I'm thinking, uh -uh, I remember you. I've, I've got your number, Bronco. Called the name on the chart, and sure enough, same Technicolor woman right back in my face telling me that they identify as this. I'm like, okay, can you, can you send me an email ahead of time? I don't want to be on YouTube for this. Oh my God. And it feels like a game of gotcha. It's like they're and that's waiting what it is. for you to mess up. Right. That's what it is. Exactly. They want to be offended by something. They want to accuse you of something. You know, it's because here's the thing. 
They are not mentally stable. Right. Well, and it's all about attention. I can't tell you how many times, like, look at my name. My name's Q-U-I-N-N-E. Typically in America, it's a dude's name. I've had, back when I used to work at University of Phoenix, I would have had a 45-minute welcome call with a student, and two days later, they would have emailed me saying, Mr. Horn, I have a question. I'm like, really? We've talked. Amen, girlfriend. I've had so many times that happen, and you know what? I, I didn't crumble. I didn't die. I remember once being sick as a dog, 12 years old, had worst strep throat ever. And just right around the time that that short bob cut was real popular with the Ooh. girls. And I was sitting out in the hallway because they didn't have a sick kid entrance, right? I'm sitting there like this sweet little lady comes over to check on me. Little boy, are you okay? I'm like, I'm a girl. <laughs> Look like a little Amish kid. <laughs> Again, I didn't die. I mean, yeah, it kind of irked me, especially because I didn't feel good, but I didn't die. It's like, did you die? Did, but you, did, die? You, did you die? The, the, yeah. Now let me ask you this because you're, you're in that field, right? You're in the medical field. So I was talking to a, uh, um, a woman. And uh, her kids were sick. She was worried that the kids had the COVID, right? So she took, rushed the kids over to the hospital or whatever, the doctor's office. And uh, I happened to work with this person. And then a few hours later, she comes home and she sends a text message out to everybody. And she goes, no COVID, thank God, only strep. Only strep. <laughs> only strep. Everything's COVID now, John. Come on. No, but but here's the thing, okay? Strep because is way more contagious. Strep it's, is it's, way more contagious, and it can turn into scarlet fever, and it can lead to what's called pandas. Mm -hmm. Right. And panda, are you familiar with pandas? Oh yes. And pandas yep. can be a lifelong. It can cause ticks and all mm -hmm. kinds of medical issues and stuff like neurological that disorders. neurological disorders all kinds of stuff it can kill you mm -hmm. if untreated and it can spread through i actually had to explain that to another parent so a couple of years back for reasons yeah <laughs> so the point is that they have made covid so fearful that it's like oh good it's only strep right mm -hmm. right and really none of the strep them. can go into your joints. It can go, it can wipe you out. Mm -hmm. right. If um, I may guys. Yes, please. If I may. And, and especially with Quinn here, uh, obviously, you know, this is Mike Simon's wife speaking again. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> uh, I actually got COVID back in, uh, actually just after my husband's birthday. And you know what? I got to be honest with you. I understand that people die from it. I understand that they have. I had a friend that was in the hospital for, you know, three months um, in Tennessee. And I, the only reason that I actually got tested is because I lost my sense of smell and taste. That was it. Mm -hmm. I had no symptoms. I mm -hmm. had no fever, nothing. And my husband, who's 21 years older than I am, okay, around me the entire time. And I had to test every three days until I was negative mm -hmm. so he could go back to work because he's in the construction field. Tommy, you, you, you can appreciate that where yeah. he can't go back out in the field and he never tested, you know, positive ever. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I had no symptoms. Everything was fine. So to go right. back to, to the, you know, the COVID thing, I, I don't think that I need that particular type of vaccine because. That's about as dumb. I had I had whooping cough when I was eighteen months old. 
Yes, ma'am. Okay, so that's a that's about as dumb as me getting a, a, a whooping cough vaccine now because I've already had it. Right, and that's okay? that's that, one that, of the biggest problems with the with the COVID issue right now is yeah. that you know different people when you do contract it have different reactions to it. Some of them are completely asymptomatic; they never even know they have it. Some people, you know, True. I've heard some people say, you know, it's like a small cold. Uh, you know, some people yeah. do have do react to it very poorly. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. um, the thing is, is we just don't know how the how your body is going to react to it. Mm-hmm. But the way the news has portrayed it, the way the left news has the portrayed it is if you get this, you are going to die. Mm-hmm. If you get this, yeah. you are going to kill yeah. grandma and grandpa. You <laughs> know, that's it, it's so ridiculous at this point. It's I don't see how people are still following this. The, the, the fear mongering. Mm-hmm. Well, it's right. true. And you, you know what? Just to say, uh, like, uh, probably about early, early last month, my husband went to the doctor, as he always does, and he got his first um, Moderna shot. Mm-hmm. And I was watching after it. And then obviously, uh, he had to get a second shot, which happened to be on August 13th, Friday the 13th, folks. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, he, he was having symptoms, everything else. I'm like, please just don't get it. Everything was fine, and I'm always worried about it just because you know he's he's uh, he has thyroid problems, so he's obviously you know obviously has an autoimmune disease. So I'm watching him, and mm-hmm. everything's fine all day on Saturday, and then all of a sudden just pow, just mm-hmm. shake, cold, everything, and I'm going okay. So if this is the way now now the way the media you know puts it out there. Oh, if you have these symptoms, right, mm-hmm. Gwen, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you have these symptoms, that's your body that's saying strong. that the vaccine's working, you know, but still, now people are contracting it. Mm-hmm. Well, and they're still fully vaccinated weeks later. It's like, why? Right. So now, you know, and it, it just makes me go, well, I already had whooping cough. Why would I get it again? I already had it contracted. Why would so that's, I think, where the big question lies is mm-hmm. that there's no answers, nothing. Right. And, 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 and that'll end it with me. So I want to comment real quick because uh, we're going to lose this comment up there in a second. David Armstrong just commented uh, in that he never got the flu shot since he got out of the Marine Corps. Uh, first of all, Super Five, brother. Um, you know, I was the Maybe. same way, too. You know, and that's the, the flu vaccine <laughs> itself is there's three. And correct me if I'm wrong on my terminology. There's basically three different strands of the flu. And basically what they do is they go in and guess which strand of flu they think is going to hit the U.S. that year. And that's the flu shot that they give oh, every year. Interesting. So it's not, they, they, they don't even really know. It's a guess. That's why the flu vaccine right. is not. a combination Right. Shot. That's why the right. flu vaccine is not even uh, that uh, effective. Okay. Hey, well, and let's also just- to that, uh, you know, I've gotten the flu shot twice since I got out of the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. Right. Both times I got the freaking flu. Of course you did. (laughs) Of course you did. Hey, well, listen, I want to real quick. I want to thank Mike Simons for allowing his wife to call in. And uh, I'm on his phone still, John. I'm on his phone. I got to go plug it in. But no, thank you guys. I appreciate you and everything you do. I'm I'm sending people your guys' way. So I appreciate you guys. Uh, We we appreciate you too, Mike Simons' wife. Take care. I just wanted to (laughs) tell her real quick too. I, I just want to clarify, we're not anti-vax by any means. No, I, no. I do think it's absolutely amazing that we got a vaccine this quickly. I, I do wish it had turned out to be as effective as they originally projected it would be. 95%. But, 
the biggest thing that I loved about her in that last comment that she made was the fact that she had made a choice for herself not to get it. Mm. Her husband had made a different choice and that was okay. And yet right. they're still married. Now, right. the, just the other day I was listening to the radio, I actually called Tom in the morning. I was like, you got to hear this. If I'm stuck, stuck in traffic and I can't stop laughing, you're, you're going to hear this. It's like, I thought something really was wrong. I'm like, shut up. That is anyway, <laughs> it was one of those John Jay and rich shows where they're, they're trying to catch, you know, get a gotcha three-way call eighth grade style. Right. Oh yeah. Guy yeah, calls yeah. in. Oh, Panchito the third is back just so you know yeah this, Pon- this is yeah. gonna be fun well he's he's kind of coming around Panchito okay. the <laughs> bandito that's what i call him Panchito okay. the bandito but anyway sorry i didn't mean to cut All you right. off we had fun but, with this no no it's okay quinn just just to just to interrupt with you guys real quick quinn i appreciate you you know what i despite my my uh <laughs> reluctance with him getting the second shot knowing he'd get that mm-hmm. that's his choice he's much older than i am and you know what he was against it doctor said hey whatever and you know what? That's fine. We're still married. Absolutely. And, uh, as long as as long as he left with his Auschwitz card. <laughs> well, and as long as it's a doctor that you know and trust, and you've had the option to be able to sit down and have that conversation about your own medical history and decide how that's going to impact you. My doctor personally said, "Yeah, for you, I would I would wait just a little bit." So I I listened. I I'm personally not getting it, but I would never try to. If somebody asks me my opinion, asks me what my concerns are, I will share them. Other than that, if somebody doesn't ask me what my opinion is on it, I'm not going to, you know, throw down the hammer of this is why it's bad and it's hell and brimfire or whatever. Everybody should be able to do that research and figure it out for themselves so that way they feel exactly they feel good about that decision. Make it it should be. It's 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 freaking freedom, right? Well, go to your doctor. Make your own decision. Go to your doctor and get good advice from your doctor. If you want to go to your clergy, go to your clergy, but make a decision. Don't make your decision based on Wolf Blitzer and uh, Don Lamont yeah. or whatever right. his name is. <clears throat> and you know what? If you, want to take, if you want to take, use those guys for medical advice, oh. go for it. You know, you're free yeah. to do that too. There you go. But, Be, yeah, but don't, you, don't let your values, don't force your values or your ideas on me. Yeah, don't call me and say, oh, Don Lemon told told me to take the shot well right. just, good for you I'm don sorry. lemon's an idiot and so are you yeah well according to that's biden right. if you don't get the shot you're an idiot anyway so well, that's right uh, that's, that's your okay. El presidente we're, we're the ones killing we're, we're the ones killing people but exactly anyway yeah. guys i i gotta i gotta go i Thank love you, you guys <laughs> appreciate you have a good night all right you too i'll all still right. listen all right bye-bye. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. There you go. So how about that? That was uh, Mike Simon's wife. <laughs> and apparently uh, he permitted her to call. So that's cool. Well, that was, that was yeah. awful nice of him. Yeah, very nice. All right. Let's jump to this next uh, this next article real quick. Uh, this was out of the Arizona Daily Independent Scottsdale Unified Board uh, Unified Board President caught on hot mic as district faces declining enrollment. Did you hear about this, Tom? Yes. Yes, I did. Uh, The Tuesday night meeting of the Scottsdale Unified School Board began with the bad news that the district's enrollment is plummeting. Superintendent Menzel notified the board that over 120 students have not returned to school this year. I wonder why. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. (laughs) Now, he did assure board members that the district would encourage or engage in public relations campaign to recruit new students. How do you do that? Well, 
outside of your district you're, yeah, you're trying to say, get boundary exceptions i guess right <laughs> wouldn't right. you have to have school choice to be able to do that oh we don't talk of such things interesting wouldn't you point. have to have school choice to be able to do that <laughs> <laughs> something the democrats are very against uh that effort however will likely be unsuccessful as the district finds itself embroiled in controversy and the discord is affecting the learning environment according to parents tensions are high in the district as parents uh try to grapple with the board's decision to re uh yeah, renege. Oh, there we go. You don't see that word very often. <laughs> On a promise made last year that the uh, school would be mask free, those tension boiled over on Tuesday, prompting the board president, Jan Michael Greenberg, to lose his coal. So, or whatever. Yeah, Jan Michael. What? Come on. Is that a guy? Yeah. Actually, a, uh, who names our kid Jan? Jan? It could be uh, Jan. Jan. Okay, yeah, I've, actually go got, I've, I've actually got a buddy named Jan. It's spelled Jan, but okay. it's Jan. All right, that's that's <laughs> fine. So anyway, so it kind of set this up. A parent comes up, she talks, mm -hmm. right? And then he kind of, uh, you know, she walks away, and then he kind of mutters a couple things and then uses the Lord's name in vain. Those damn hot mics, right? I'll tell you what. Listen to this. We've gone to the media and claimed that 70% of parents want mask mandates. However, I was never surveyed. When masks were optional at my campus, less than 10% of students opted to wear them. And I'm not anti-mask, but I believe parents should have a choice. And using let's talk and thought exchange is not the substitute for a survey. You haven't surveyed us because you don't want to hear from us, which is obvious when you make parents stand outside in 100 degree temps, 100 degree temperatures in order to have the honor of speaking in front of you. Julie, you've equated to masks and guns in social media, which I think is pretty disgusting. There's no point in doing that. Your intent was to divide and disrupt this community. I don't think you can refute that. Now listen to what he says. I, I just I just want to be very clear for the record that no employee was involved in the uh, neo-Nazi propaganda incident. That that is incorrect. Um, that is a reference to a pre-existing investigation that was not concluded and now has since concluded, and no SUSD employee was involved. Jesus fucking Christ! People. <clears throat> wow. Did you hear yeah. that at the very end when he just so, whispered into the mic? Right. So that right there tells you he cares absolutely nothing about what this woman just said. Cares absolutely nothing about her concerns. But I think, you know, the, the viewers who aren't here local in Arizona need a little bit more background to this. Scottsdale School District has gone so far into not wanting to hear the parents. They make up this uh, this threat to not allow parents into the school board meetings. So if you notice the background of that video, it was just the one woman at the microphone because all the parents were left outside. They were not allowed to come in to sit down and have their voices heard, hear the other people speak. They were forced to stay outside. Yeah, because they and don't only want, one person at a time was allowed in. They don't want they like a cheering get, section. Right. They don't want a cheering section. They just do like not you got cheered last night. Right. Right. Quinn. Okay. Well, and I don't think they want the other parents to be able to see what the other parents are saying. Uh, they want they want everybody to feel isolated. They want if you feel like you're on your own, you're less likely to speak up for yourself. Right. Yeah. So this is just you know, it's it's going so far and so ridiculous. I really hope that one of those uh parents, teachers, or, or somebody over there 
you know, really brings up the legal issue, whether or not this was actually legal to stop the public I don't think from sitting in on that meeting. I think it's a violation of your First Amendment right because right. you're you're supposed to be allowed to protest your government, right? And you're supposed to be allowed to be heard. You're supposed to be allowed to be in that room. And, see, and I think would, that's a violation. I really this do. Would, this one actually wouldn't fall under. It could possibly fall under federal law, but this one would fall under state law. Mm -hmm. And the the assembly within the school board is actually in the state constitution. They should not be allowed. They should not be able to keep those people out. Right. Of there. I don't think any government building. is protected. Uh, or not included in the First Amendment. Well, no, no, I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, obviously this is a First Amendment, but I think they can go more local with this. When oh, they, they say could, this was yeah, a state, sure. A state constitution issue where, you know, they basically broke the law. And they're also forcing people to stand outside uh, in extremely, We it's been extremely hot. Today, mm -hmm. I think it was 109, 110 degrees. Uh -huh. yeah. And they're forcing people to stay outside. They're not providing any water, right? right? And it's all it's, the water fountains are still on lockdown. So, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is it's outrageous what they're doing. And uh, and then for him to turn around and, and speak like that. Yeah, totally, is, totally just blew off everything she just said. He cared absolutely nothing about what she said. Horrible, 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 horrible. So this happened to a Texas man. This is going on along the same uh, conversation, but a Texas man strips down to his underwear <laughs> over saw, mask mandates in a heated school board meeting. I saw the uh, <laughs> I saw the headline on this one, but never got a chance to watch it. Uh, I'm excited to see this one. <laughs> well, I did. I, I just thought it was funny, but it says a Texas parent stripped down to his underwear to make a point about masks at a heated dripping spring dripping springs school district <laughs> uh, meeting this week according to reports monday meeting was intended as an agenda review in preparation for the regular board meeting next week with agenda items listed as financial reports construction updates and bond information but those who spoke at the public forum focused mainly on whether the board would shift from its current mask option stance so those who spoke included 15-year-old resident and school district parent James Akers, who bared almost all when sharing his thoughts on the latest discussion surrounding mask requirements in schools. Now, they didn't kick him out. They didn't kick him out. So can you imagine if this guy would have done that in Scottsdale? He would have right. been arrested. He'd probably be in jail. He'd probably be in jail next to that uh, senator up there who was, you know, giving blowies to the 12-year-old. Right. They let him out on bond. Though, yeah, that's ridiculous. But uh, yeah, so uh, they just told him told him to put his clothes back on. But that's the Texas way. Freedom, right? right. Freedom. Exactly. I like it. I like it. Uh, so there you go. So what else we got? Well, actually, if we have a quick stopping second, I just got to yeah. grab a tissue really quick. <laughs> my allergies have been kicking my butt this week. No, that's fine. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. Oh, yeah. So uh, one thing I wanted to talk to, and I know we've been talking about the schools and stuff like that. I want to kind of shift gears, and I wanted to talk a little bit about what's been going on with Biden, with Afghanistan, with uh, everything. And I thought I kind of made a prediction when this all went down. I thought the narrative was going to change to where they would start to back Biden. I haven't seen it. Yet, no, Tom. no. I think the, uh, the, the media is definitely turning on him and I'm, I'm glad to see it. You know, this is the one thing they are not standing behind him on. Uh, it is They're that not, serious. At this, it is that serious at this point. And Democrats the, and the media, both mm -hmm. them people in his own party are coming out and they're just saying, yeah, this is, this is bad. Right. Right. And they're coming off, you know, separate from his, if you watch his 
press briefings on what's going on in Afghanistan. Oh, it's not that bad. We're going to get everybody out. We're not adhering to a deadline to get people out, you know, all this other crap. But yeah, the real people in the administration are actually coming out saying, yes, we're kowtowing to the Taliban. The Taliban are running the show at this point. Yeah. The Taliban have drawn a red line and basically threatened us with terrorist actions if we are not gone by the 31st. And how are they going to come through? How are they going to follow through with those terrorist actions? We talked about this off well, we air. On the they, hell out of them. So Yeah, they own our weapons. So that's where Biden is stuck in a rock and a hard place. Even if we were to try to go over there and, you know, kind of push the Taliban back, what the problem is, we've got, what, six or 7,000 troops? Honestly, John, it, it would not be that hard. They are still an unorganized group. They have our weapons. They don't know how to use them yet. Well, let's just say. I just, say we could take, we could be in there. We could take back our uh, our air base like that. We could get a strong foothold back in there and get our American citizens out. The fact that we even gave up that airfield well, is they a have, disgrace. But they've got hundreds and maybe thousands of miles of roads, too, that they got to unblock, too, because Americans just aren't in Kabul. Right. Americans are all over that country. Oh, absolutely. Right? So they need to be able to travel into an open airport. And those roads, the you know, they're, they've got, I saw something like 42,000 of our road vehicles mm -hmm. that's how many we're not talking two three hundred humvees we're talking right. forty thousand plus they've got uh they're talking like 80 billion dollars worth of our equipment yeah they've got helicopters mm -hmm. they've got humvees they've got uh 50 cal machine guns they've got grenade launchers they've got heli did i say helicopters yep. uh you know they've got all this type of stuff and so we've got to be able to somehow Okay, so take, the, how do you take, get everyone to the airport? Right. So take take the helicopters off the equation. Okay. Basically, they're going to sell those to China for our secrets. Okay. Taliban cannot fly a Black Hawk helicopter. They just can't. Okay. So take the take the helicopters out of the unless equation. they unless there's a couple of our people that you know decide to join the Taliban. That right. It's now, happened in the past. There 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 is a danger here because the Afghan the Afghan military we were developing their air force so there is that danger there. Um, I, I don't know how many helicopter assets they had with their air force, but if any of those guys got a hold of one of our Blackhawks, yes, they'd be able to fly it. Still not a threat. I'm sorry. I just don't see our helicopters being a threat there right now. Those are going to be sold to China for our military secrets. Sure. Okay. Now, yes, we left our up armored vehicles. That's definitely a threat. We'd left them our, our weapons, you know, and you can see it in the pictures, you know, they've got M4s with uh, ACOG scopes on them. Those are our weapons. Right. Okay. Yeah, that we left. That picture you know. that where they were flat out mocking us. Right. Oh, but, but I guess but. my point is, I and, and you're, you know, a lot more than I do about this type of stuff. But my point is, what are, what are the odds that they could drive in some of these Humvees or that the whole airport's already surrounded with them with their, with the machine guns and everything. If they start picking off our troops with our weapons. Yes. Now that's, they, they could do that with the force we have in there. Now that's why I'm saying we need to put a force back in there, go back over there, kick their asses again. Like we did the first time, put them back into the mountains, get our people out, get our equipment out, and then we can come home. All right. Perfect. All right. You know, yeah. I that's, just, that's are what you needs listening, to Biden? <laughs> now I doubt it. It's past his bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, in fact, I think we could probably tune in to the, uh, let's check in what's going on live from the white house.
All right, that was live from the White House. We got people moving around in the studio. We got all kinds of things going on here right now. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's a big concern that this is all taking place. But uh, this just came out. This was just a breaking news. Uh, I mentioned at the top of the program, but um, I want to say his name right, Danish. Sadiqui, an award-winning Reuters photojournalist working in Afghanistan covering the Taliban takeover of the country, has reportedly been killed and mutilated by the Taliban. So now, now this is really hitting home, right? The media, they're not going to stand for this anymore, right, Quinn? I well, mean, you would think, this is one of their own, right? We thought that a couple of years ago when it happened last time. And I know that sounds pretty callous, but do you remember that? I, and I'm sorry, I can't remember their name, but the the reporter that had been basically dismembered in, um, you know, uh, in the, I want to say it was one of the royal families mm. area. And it was, it was horrifying. It was one of those things where it was like, wait a minute, this is supposed to be kind of a, a, a safe person, somebody that everybody kind of leaves alone because they understand they're just there documenting and reporting on it not mm -hmm. somebody that should be i feel like it's i i i feel like i woke up and it was you know eight years ago all over again i'm i'm waiting for you know obama to come out of the woodworks with his little geppetto you know <laughs> well that's for biden yeah there's somebody is is running the show over there and certainly not sleepy joe but i just see you know i have a couple clips here from uh, people in the media and uh, Democrats themselves that are kind of giving Joe the business. So this first one is from MSNBC. But then if you step back and you look at what is going on, this is the United States after 20 years. This war used to be called Operation uh, Enduring Freedom. And it's turned out not to be enduring. And they're not leaving behind a society that is free. It is only free according to what the Taliban says it will be free if the Taliban promises that it will be free. So uh, you could also look at this as a tremendously humiliating humi uh, moment of American humiliation, right. leaving, forced to leave on the Taliban's clock uh, and, and with the Taliban's good graces. So tactically, it makes sense. But I'm not sure how history will. I think history will judge this moment as a, as a very dark period for the United States. Well, it is a very, absolutely right. Did he just yeah. say tactically it makes sense? Tactically, well, like Aunt Fanny. I think what he meant, I think what he was talking about was just with the withdrawal of our troops from Afghanistan. But I don't think, did he, did he, was he trying to say that what Biden was actually doing made sense? Or no, was it, I, I think he was tearing them apart the whole time. Okay. That, that's just how I took it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And th it's really funny that that was from MSNBC. They're the last ones to come around. Mm -hmm. You know, they were still trying to kind of uh, defend him. Yeah. At the last I, I heard. Um, so that's really good to see that even they aren't trying to hide this one. No, CNN, man, I I could have a hundred clips if I wanted them. I just gave, I just picked one as an example, but CNN's been tearing them apart. Mm -hmm. MSNBC's been tearing them apart. Uh, you saw the interview with George Stephanopoulos and Biden. Right. That, that didn't go well for Biden. Oh, no, not at all. It didn't go well for Biden. So, and, the, and, yeah. <laughs> and, and he was, you could, you could tell Stephanopoulos was trying to give him softball questions that he could nail out of the park and try to cover his own ass. And Biden was just so oblivious, ob oblivious to it. He, yeah, he, his mental decline is so far gone. I guarantee the 25th amendment is coming soon. If not impeachment. And I'm terrified I wonder of that if just because then we down. have 
dirty knees in, in line for it. And that yeah, scares me to death. That's scary too, but yeah, there's no winning in that situation. Um, because we've got Willie Brown's side piece, right? Who's just going to slide right in there. <laughs> uh, let's see. And then this was uh, a Democrat. Actually, this is a congressional uh, Democrat and listen to what she has to say. Congresswoman, what is your confidence level that the U S can get everyone out of Afghanistan that we want to get out by August 31st? I would assess that as being pretty low. Uh, I think if you do the math, just simple math about how many people we believe that we need to be successful at extracting, whether our own people or those who have helped us, uh, six days from now, we aren't able to accomplish that number of people. So I'm, I'm a little bit uh, less than optimistic about that, that, uh, that particular date certain. Mm. Right. They are all, they're, they're reporting that they are already starting to pull out our troops. Yeah. They're already starting to pull them out. They are leaving Americans behind. 97% or something like that. It was like 97, 96% of the people that they've taken out, that they've actually airlifted out, mm -hmm. are not Americans. Mm -hmm. Right. So right. now here's, is, a, here's another thing. And Joe, in, in Biden's last uh, interview or his last speech about this, he is saying that we're not. We are not giving up on the deadline. We will not give up on our people. We will still get them back here any diplomatic or fiscal way possible. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. what does He's that going mean? to pay ransoms. He's going to let these people get captured by the fucking Taliban, and he's going to pay ransoms. We are going to be negotiating with terrorists again. And now we've got ISIS showing up again, or this new ISIS-K, whatever the hell this is. Well, that's, you know, negotiating with terrorists is now uh, considered infrastructure. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I can hear Reagan rolling in his grave. From oh, there. I Absolutely. can't imagine. I, I just, I can't imagine. He's, uh, I don't know. He's in a better place. Now, Biden, he came out and he was doing a press uh, presser today. Okay. And someone asked him a pretty simple question, a question that he should answer and everybody should be, uh, de be demanding the, you know, the answer to the question. The question was this, uh, what's going to happen to the Americans that are left in Afghanistan mm -hmm. after the 31st. That's a simple question. Mm -hmm. We right. should all be asking that question. The white house cut his mic off after he started kind of like smirking. Watch no. the video, watch the video. Thank you all very much. And thank the press for being here. We're going to go private. Now. Mr. President, Americans are still not they cut his mic off that's mm -hmm. not my audio they cut his mic off he started smirking and i think that was uh uh that Ducey character mm -hmm. that's always you know asking uh pasaki hard questions right mm -hmm. right you know and so did you hear his comment you know i, I kind of said it you know when we were on mute but what did he mean when he said we're going private now i don't know what that means I've never heard that anybody makes, say that before. before right. Not, not in a press briefing. No. What does that even mean? We're going private now. Is there even an expectation of privacy when you're president? I, I mean, sure as hell didn't not apply in a to, freaking to, press corps meeting. Absolutely well, not. It didn't apply to, to Clinton. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I mean, everybody was all under that Oval Office. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just, 
I, I don't get that. No, I don't either. I don't know what he was saying by that. I don't know if he had like an earpiece in and they're like, um, Mr. President, we're going private now. And, right. he, and he just was like, like just repeat. He's it. out of it. He has no idea what he is doing. Yeah, I don't I, I don't well, get it. And the wife of Biden drives me insane because I'm sorry. Dr. Jill Biden, how can she not? Dr. Seuss was a doctor. Exactly. <laughs> how how can she not? Like, it, I genuinely feel bad for him at this point. It's it, it's like it would be like trying to to criticize one of my patients with dementia. Like, I yeah. would never do that, you right. know, and and watching him in this situation where those who are closest to him who should be sticking up for him and saying, hey, grandpa, give me your keys. It's not OK for you to drive anymore. Right. They're not. They're like, go, go read the helicopter. You'll be fine. It's okay. We put bumpers on a road and an extra steering wheel on the other side of the of the car van. But no one will know. He thought he was driving. Yeah, he thought yeah, he was driving that, like that Ford, right? That right. electric Ford. He was. It was like a little kid, you know, at an amusement they, park. Thought yeah, he was driving the car they for didn't real. Show the guy on the other side with the little remote control. <laughs> there was another <laughs> steering wheel. No, there was another steering wheel. There was yeah. a, the other guy was driving mm -hmm. it. Come on. Oh my God. Oh God. So yeah. So I don't know, Tom. I mean, um, I don't know. We talked about this a lot last week when you were on and it's just, um, there, something's got to happen, right? The, the Democrats are going after him. The right. media is right. going after him. Even the most liberal media outlets, the New York times, which talked about CNN. We talked about, uh, MSNBC, you know, how, how long with, does he last? Right. I, I don't think much longer. You know, I gave him a year. You know, when we took our bet yeah. at the beginning of his presidency, I gave him a year. I'm not even sure he's going to make a year at this point. You know, well, unfortunately, that's going to stick us with with Cacklin Kamala, you know. Lily Brown's side piece. You know, and, and hopefully, you know, we have some sort of a change in 2022 to the House. So Pelosi's not the second in command after right. that happens. You know, well, she will that. have to name a vice president. Right. So Pelosi's going to stay third command. Well, this is true. Yeah. You know, so, um, you know, but it's unless also, she names Pelosi as the vice president and right. we kind of had that conversation Monday night, who would, who would she name? Who would she name? Okay. Now, I, unfortunately I didn't get to watch the show, so I didn't see that one. What, okay. Who did you guys uh, come up with? Well, I mean, actually one of the be best, uh, I didn't think about was, uh, Bill Clinton's wife. Mm. <laughs> she wants to be in there, but did you see that picture of her and him on the beach? Mm -mm. Well, oh. you know, that, would, that would make sense because didn't she wind up holding a press briefing uh, in his absence or something like that? Or somebody? She's the one that's answering phone calls from right. the other foreign leaders because uh, Willie Brown's Wait. side piece and 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 yeah, she's holding Biden she's weren't holding available. Kamala or or no, Clinton? Clinton, Hillary, Hillary is taking phone calls with other foreign diplomats. As a civilian? As a civilian. Isn't that what General Flynn got in trouble for? Exactly. But <laughs> he wasn't a civilian. that out there. He wasn't even a civilian. I mean, I am blonde, y'all. So, you know, <laughs> keep up with me here. But, but it's freaking amazing at this point. And, you know, they're hiding so much other stuff. You know, they got the we got the Afghanistan thing going on. But most of the time when he comes on, all he wants to talk about is the, the vaccine and masks and things like that. Or, you know, and with everything going on right now, you know, what was it, Monday night? The well, house? John Kerry, by the way, John Kerry was talking to the Iranians, too. Right. During the Trump administration, mm -hmm. off yeah. the record, too. And right. he was exactly. a civilian. 
Right. But nobody cared about that. Nobody cared about that. But, yeah. you know, just Monday night, look what just happened Monday night. Pelosi tries to hold a middle of the night House meeting to talk about trying to uh, a parliamentary procedure rule. But they're hiding the Green New Bill deal into that. Mm-hmm. So they're basically saying, OK, if this parliamentary procedure passes, so does the Green New Deal. This five billion, five trillion dollar bill added you have to the to infrastructure pass it bill to find out what's in it. Right, it, it's it's freaking amazing. These Democrats don't give a crap about the country. They want to push their freaking agenda, and that is it. And what I don't they don't understand. care how long it's going to take our grandchildren's grandchildren's grandchildren to pay this off, right, and get this country back on track. Well, and what bothers me is the whole thing with with Kamala is. Okay, we we know. I mean, Biden flat out came out and said, I, "I'm picking a VP that's a female and a female of color." That's great. That's a a great thing. I wish it was more character based. But if you're looking to fill he those didn't two, pick her. he was made to choose right, her. But that's yeah. the thing is, is there were so many other candidates. Like for example, I don't personally agree with her very often, but I can respect her character or character. Tulsi Gabbard. Oh, Why yeah. Well, they she... hated Tulsi Gabbard, though. Yeah. But because she was actually introspective and wasn't afraid of criticizing her own. Well, she destroyed Kamala Harris during the debates. I mean, absolutely destroyed her. Yeah. <laughs> she's not part of the inner circle. But, she's but, not the. She's not left enough. How did, she's yeah. not how liberal did enough. Kamala drop out oops, as, as less than 1% and then somehow surpass everybody else? And now she's like a savior. She's a dirty need savior. And I'm sorry. <laughs> But why are our, our young girls looking up to this woman? Wouldn't you rather have somebody who actually worked for what she had? She put her nose to the grindstone and she got there on her own. Because merit. our young women aren't being told the true story about what she is and how she got there. And this is a great point the, that survival makes too, because Kamala said that Biden was a racist yes. during the uh yep. she the absolutely did. basically called him. But it right was just on a debate. It. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a debate. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm getting I'm getting a little rowdy over here. Oh, it's such a debate. Oh, God. cackle, cackle. I can hear like do they do they have like nails on a chalkboard cube for every time she, she talks? Man, she laughs at that. I mean, that's obviously a nervous tick or something that she has. But uh, yeah, I don't well, know. I don't know. And I'm not trying to say my voice is just such a pleasure, like it's molasses rolling off my tongue, but. <laughs> You know, I, I feel like I don't sound like I'm cackling as if I just not just inhaled, you know, helium, but like just ate the whole canister, maybe. Oh, man. It, I, I don't get it. I'm being petty now, but yeah, she'd put her lips on just about anything. We know that. <laughs> Thanks for the cackle, Lonnie. I appreciate it. <laughs> I've been I've been working on my imitations, you know, because the one I always liked was was Bernie. Because, you know, everything's just got to be, you know, way oh. up here. <laughs> it's just got to be just. We're going to have free college. That's what we're going to have. Free college. Yeah, free, free college and, and Venezuela is how we should do things. Everybody has health care as a right. That's what it is. Health care is a right. Everybody ought to have it. Why can't they? They can do it in, in Canada, but they can't do it here. What? None of it makes any sense. Oh, yes. They're shooting at the oil cans. It's the same guy (laughs) from the jerk. Remember? (laughs) He's trying to put a hole in you, not the oil can. (coughs) Oh, my goodness. Same guy. Anyway. Yeah, that guy just died, by the way. That comedian. 
Oh, oh I thought he? you were going to say yeah. No, Bernie's, <laughs> Bernie's still alive. Yeah, no, no. That's, uh, They're keeping him alive. I was going to say, wow. Like, or something. Who did he piss off? I didn't see that at all on Facebook today. Uh, well, I was going to try to dig up that picture of Hillary, but they, they, they snapped a picture of Hillary and Bill, and Bill's given this nasty look. Like he's like, like he and, didn't get to look at a pair of, you know. And Hillary is looking frumpy. Really? Oh, man. She is just gone downhill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's got this stupid hat on. She's probably she looks in, like she weighs about 900 pounds. She's probably in her basement pretending she's president right now. You know what? I'm I need sure. both of you to stop body shaming her right now. <laughs> well, let me tell you. You know, that, that <laughs> Georgia Stop Armani, having a body to be shamed about. That Giorgio Armani... <laughs> potato sack that she oh. wore during the entire <laughs> campaign was extremely stylish yeah. and very form-fitting every you know everybody is so everybody on the left is so worried about the covid but they're not worried about heart disease right they're not worried about piling you know driving all this food down. Well, and think about all the dumb stuff that during the first uh the first wave of the stupid pandemic uh, you know that, that, that they shut down they shut down the gyms they shut down freaking hiking trails for mm-hmm. Grand Island. Yeah, loud. don't go outside. Hiking trails. Right. So everything to do with getting healthy, they shut down. Nobody's talking about the personal health decisions that you make as far as your your physical being, you know, eating the right foods and stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. not being overweight, not having heart disease, not forcing yourself into diabetes, you know? Right, right. You know, uh, they're not talking about this. Everything is COVID, but it's all for the health of America that everybody needs to get the shot. Well, for the health of America, start talking about, hey, people, take care of yourself. That's right. You know, get on a freaking treadmill, go to the damn gym, eat a freaking apple, for God's sake. I've actually you know? seen the masks that they sell masks that have a split so you can smoke through it. Right. <laughs> I, I just want to chime in real quick quick here. Panchito. Um, maybe you didn't know, but Wikipedia is not a good source. <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> tu presidente es un criminal. Tu entiendes? Oh my goodness. We, we actually try to ignore him. He's uh he's oh, kind but of he's a troll. Cute. <laughs> he's a bit of a troll. I don't think he's really Hispanic. I, I, you know, to me, I really think he's just on here to have fun with people. I, I do think, too. I think he's like the uh, the liberal bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's what I think he's like, you know, just out here to kind of poke the bear and try to get any kind of reaction. Well, I'll I'll tell you about the liberal bear. The the liberal bear. I'll tell you, we'll tell you about him later. Is that like Trumpy bear, but the opposite? (laughs) (laughs) Very similar. Uh, Yeah, Ponchito Bonito, he just comes in, and I don't really believe that he's, I I don't think he's Hispanic. Do we know if he's even a person? We don't. We don't. No. Because he we, we, we challenged him to we, we, we challenged him to call in last time and he refused to call in. So now we we'll just right. we leave him alone. Oh. We let him go do his own thing. We let the we let the comments take care of him and uh, well, we just go on fun. about our show. Yeah. <laughs> well, if he'll call in and actually have a conversation, then absolutely. We'll, we'll, Can't we'll, have a circus yeah. without the clowns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a whack ass troll. But anyway, so back to the, you know, the whole, the, the health issue, you know, all they're talking about is the, you, you have to get the shot to be healthy. It's for America. You know, it's, it's all about this for, for health, mm-hmm. but you know, the, uh, the EpiPens, they're not free. <laughs> right? Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Insulin. It's not free. I know Cancer that. Treatments, I got a, not I got a free. diabetic cat, right? It's, it's not, not only is it not free, it's not cheap. Right. So they, they don't care about 
America's health. They obviously don't. Mm-hmm. And that brings up the big question. Why are we pushing this particular vaccine so hard? I don't know. Did you guys why? Ever, what was that movie that, that came out? It was in the late 80s. It was uh, um, eight, 19, um, 1874 or something like that, where it was basically a dystopian society where complete socialist regime and it had all been you know kind of drilled in with non-stop propaganda like 1984 yes that's the one thing yep, yep, um yep. i don't i i I'm not saying they're evil geniuses or something and then night going what are we gonna do tonight pinky um but they're definitely enjoying this level oh. of control and this mm. level of kind of parent control where it's like i get to make the rules i get to do what i want and you guys are going to do what i tell you because i'm the parent and I'm right in charge. And, and well, the yeah. american people the liberals they're buying this crap thinking that okay well once this is over they're going to relinquish that control mm-hmm. <laughs> and that doesn't happen once the government has control of something they're not going to let it go no okay of course not. so now that we're out of afghanistan tell me are they going to repeal the patriot act no no not a chance in hell they were able to gain that power mm-hmm. to spy on the american people they are exactly. not going to let that go. Dude, it's like a tax. As soon as they allow a tax to go through and they say, oh, the tax is temporary. Right. Right? The tax is temporary. Just like on speeding tickets, uh, they still have different taxes that were supposed to go to the firemen or go to the ambulance and mm-hmm. all this type of stuff, right? And then that money doesn't go anywhere. Like, it doesn't go to those entities anymore, but it's still on the ticket. Right. Because they never it never goes away. And um, that's why as conservatives, we're trying to conserve the republic. We're trying to to save the American lifestyle. Right. right? The idea of what America is. That's why we call it. They call us conservatives. And we know that every tax, every every legislation that goes through is taking freedoms away from somebody. Right. Absolutely. And it will never reverse itself. Right. And it's terrifying. They they only create more laws. They never take any laws away. Right. And that's what they ought to do. They ought to, they ought to pass a law, an amendment to the constitution that says for every law you pass, you must just get rid of two of them. Right. Two of the old ones. Yeah. I'm down with that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Remember he wanted to get tax regulation down to a postcard. And is that what he said originally is like, I think it should be no more yeah, than, than about right. this. Yeah. 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 Uh, Kane, uh, Herman Kane used to say that too. the nine, nine, nine plan. Remember the nine, nine, nine plan. No, I don't know that. I remember that one. Oh, well, no, 9%, nine, something, nine. I don't know. It was nine, nine, nine. Oh, Herman okay. Kane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Herman Kane. And, uh, everything you could do your tax return right on a postcard, fill it out. Blah, 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 you're done. All right. Anyway, well, that's about it. I, I guess unless you guys got other things to talk about, I mean, we could go through the chat, but it's a kind of a circus in there. <laughs> John, if you left an open mic all night, we between the two of us, you'll never get to sleep. <laughs> and neither will we. <laughs> well, Quinn, I want to thank you for coming in. I hope you, you had fun. Thank you for having me. I did. This was a great time. Thank yeah. you for having me. And uh, thanks for your, your knowledge and the medical stuff. And uh, thanks for going out and fighting against the system and uh, doing what you did that was awesome that's right thank you that's and my that's, wife ladies and gentlemen that's, that's right my wife. she's <laughs> taken guys yeah, so bandito whatever your name is Ponchito. Ponchito. don't get excited buddy yeah. uh i do just want to add though just on a side note everybody just make your own choices 
talk to your doctor. Don't let anybody pressure you and don't let anybody in the healthcare field look at you and go, well, I'm in healthcare and act like they, they know everything. Cause you know what? We don't, we know what's in our little tunnel vision of our scope of practice. That's it. So please don't take anything I said tonight as gospel by any means. I can just tell you what I've personally seen and take with it what you will. Yeah, and scientists can't even agree on it. So exactly. th- th- there's no one health expert that's going to exactly. have all the answers. You know, science no. can't even get together with it. So. Yeah, exactly right. So yeah, go talk to your doctor, find a doctor you trust. And if you don't trust the, the information you're getting from your doctor, then go find another doctor. Yeah, and make your voices heard locally in your community. That's where the change is going to start. Do not let them bully you or your community into being forced to wear a mask or even worse being forced to take a shot <laughs> survival he's hilarious <laughs> biden tucks pachito into bed so cute <laughs> 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 uh, i love it well listen guys thanks for stopping by lonnie thanks for calling in i think uh mike's wife thanks for uh for calling in as well uh but uh in all seriousness uh, we do this show for you guys so thanks so much for being here uh, we'll be back. We'll be back. Well, you're going to, you may be out for a little while. Yeah. So it looks like I might be out for about nine weeks. I got yeah. uh, work in El Paso next week and my son is starting freshman football this year. Uh, games are on Wednesday nights. So I will be going to his games. So, it, you know, now they're uh, just telling John earlier, there is a chance that the coaches are trying to get him to go to JV already, what, what? Uh, but he's what, trying what? to make that decision. You know, does he want the playing time as a freshman? Yeah, the freshman team, or does he want the experience on the JV team? So if he goes to JV, I'll be doing uh, games around Thursday nights at that point. So then I'll come in on Wednesday still. But at this point, I got to say it's been fun, and I'll see it about nine to ten weeks. I was actually (laughs) thinking about uh, I was actually going to fire you and replace you with Quinn. (laughs) I wouldn't blame you. She's a hell of a lot better looking. Well, actually, I just want to say, angry conservative. I saw your comment. Mm. Thank you so much. I'm glad glad you were. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, you guys have a great night. God bless. We'll talk soon. God bless.